Today is Monday, December the 11th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Multiple tornadoes rampaged through central Tennessee, causing dozens of injuries and killing at least six people, one of which was a two-year-old child. Three of those fatalities were living in a mobile home park when one of those mobile homes was blown off the ground only to land on the trailer next door. 23 people had to be hospitalized in Montgomery County, Tennessee. Thousands of residents were also without power and experienced property damage as well as debris from those powerful twisters. The House is going to formally vote this week on whether to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden for his connections to foreign money from the influence peddling that was done by his son, Hunter Biden, when Joe Biden was vice president. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson spoke with Just the News and John Solomon about how he and fellow Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa found out during a Senate committee investigation all of the bank records connecting Hunter Biden's finances to his father's. And of course, Chairman Comer has uh, more up-to-date Treasury reports as well. But uh, we found six of the Treasury reports uh, on Hunter Biden, you know, listing his suspicious activities. Uh, the, The money flows in those reports are over $12 million. Now, there, there might be double counting in there. You just don't really know exactly what the activity is. I mean, these reports are, are really meant to uh, obviously raise awareness to prompt further investigation, which, of course, this uh, Department of Justice, FBI, I don't think did a, a, a honest job of doing. Uh, but it does point out you know, what, what's suspicious about them and their terms like money laundering, uh, human trafficking. Uh, those type, that, that's why these uh, transactions raise suspicion. And I mean, Hunter Biden has, has dozens and dozens and dozens of these uh, Treasury reports that are you know, concerned about suspicious activities he's undertaking in terms of money transfers. I mean, this is, again, it just, to me, it just underscores and confirms the, the criminal nature, the corrupt nature of Biden Family Inc. Hunter Biden. You know, he, he's you know almost a 50-year-old man at this point in time during with these you know suspicious activities. You know, generally, when you're 50 years old and you're running businesses, these businesses uh, are actually substantial enough that they might have their own address, but not Hunter Biden's businesses. Again, this labyrinth of, of companies designed for money laundering, uh, but but they don't have their own address. Hunter Biden has to use his daddy's address. I mean. To, to me, that, that's a, a, a grotesque revelation as well. The civil fraud trial occurring in New York City against Donald Trump will be continuing this week and likely wrapping up without Trump retaking the witness stand before the closing statements are made by his defense team. The former president said on Sunday that he will no longer take to the witness stand in this trial after he's already done so. Trump says he and his attorneys have very successfully and conclusively testified and presented facts in this case that reveal that the New York State Attorney General Letitia James and the judge Arthur Engeron are taking part in election interference and a rigged trial against him. Trump cited the witnesses that have already taken the stand on his behalf, world-renowned experts, bank insurance executives, real estate professionals, and others. Trump says he has nothing more to say to the case other than it's a total witch hunt and election interference. 
A Democrat senator from Oregon is seeking answers from both Apple and Google tech companies when it comes to their smartphones being used for surveillance of Americans. Senator Ron Wyden is writing the letter after his Senate office received tips that the practices of using push notifications from both Google and Apple is able to track a person's location, movements and contacts, and it's been put under wraps at the request of the federal government. Wyden suggested in that letter that the tech companies are being secretly compelled by the federal government to continue the tracking operations and to provide that information to the government without making the surveillance operation known to the public. Wyden says that Apple and Google should be transparent about the legal demands that they are receiving from either the federal government or foreign governments and whether they're being compelled to facilitate such a surveillance practice. Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo was following up on recent reports from other scientists that found DNA fragments in the COVID-19 vaccine liquid. Ladapo has now sent a letter to the commissioner of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration after he met with the Florida Public Health Integrity Committee to discuss the whole issue. The letter addresses the fragments of DNA found in both Pfizer and Moderna's vaccines. Ladapo writes in that letter that the FDA's refusal to acknowledge the risks that are associated with the mRNA vaccine, along with deceptively telling the American people that it's completely safe, has caused only mistrust to grow regarding the American healthcare system. Ladapo also said that the corroborating evidence of adverse effects, deaths, and now the DNA in the lipid nanoparticles should compel the FDA to take action and be transparent with the American people. National story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Well, all last week, we talked a lot about January 6th and the truth about what really happened in that Capitol building. And that's all coming out now, three years later, by way of the security camera footage that's now been released. Not only is the truth around this event slowly unfolding after the fact, the 2020 presidential election and the election fraud that came out of that event, which was ultimately the impetus for January 6th anyways, that has been slowly detailed out over the days, months, and years since it occurred. And it continues to come forth out of the critical swing states where the determination between between Donald Trump and Joe Biden becoming president was essentially made. One of those swing states is the state of Arizona. Just last year, the state legislature passed a state law that is Now, in retrospect, is showing forth even more evidence of election fraud occurring in that state in 2020. The state now requires that any votes that are made for federal races, such as president, the voter must now show U.S. citizenship before they can even register to vote or ask for a federal-only ballot. Not only is the U.S. citizenship verified through a voter database in that state, but now the county registrars are not allowed to let the voter registration go forward without proof of citizenship. Just the News is a media outlet that issued a report on the number of those who voted in the 2020 presidential election who were able to do so without showing any proof of U.S. citizenship to do so. Just the News found out by sending out information requests to all of the Arizona counties and their board of elections to get that information. 13 counties alone responded with the number of federal-only ballots that were cast in 2020 and in 2022. And what was discovered was that over 5,600 federal-only ballots were cast in 2020, most of those coming from Maricopa County. None of those ballots, remember, involved any proof of U.S. citizenship. And Joe Biden 
supposedly won over Donald Trump in that state, in a state that's been voting Republican for years now, with a vote margin of about 10,457. So right there, what they found calls into question the legitimacy of about half of the votes by which Biden took the lead. Now, keep in mind that Justin News is finding out issues here in one area. This does not factor in the other election issues that transpired in the state of Arizona in 2020, such as the number of -of out-of-state voters that were found who sent in mail-in ballots or those who moved outside of their county who still cast a ballot. And then just in general, the mail-in ballots that were sent out to everyone in the state and could then be trafficked or harvested, similar to what was done in Georgia and Michigan. It's also interesting that the U.S. Department of Justice has decided to file a lawsuit against Arizona for enacting these tighter restrictions on who can vote, namely U.S. citizens. The DOJ has sued the state over this new law. They're claiming that it violates the National Voter Registration Act. So the new state law requires county registrars to confirm a person's U.S. citizenship before they're even allowed to register to vote or have their names put on a voter roll. In fact, a non-citizen who goes through the process of registering to vote like this could have that come back to hurt them if they're going through the naturalization process because they're not observing U.S. law. And yet, the Biden DOJ is still engaging in lawfare, essentially, to fight a law that is actually trying to make elections more honest and lawful. Hmm, who would have thought? Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.